Diary of a Fund Manager, number 353, 25th October 2021. Generation upon generation. This week's diary focuses on several of the big issues that preoccupy us at the moment. Global supply chain problems, how COVID has changed us, the adverse consequences of being too cautious and the uneven impact of inflation. All are connected in this time of change. Finally, a different perspective on the way in which wealth is being transferred to the next generation, which has nothing to do with inheritance tax planning. It was a good week for equity investors with not much of note elsewhere. So far this year, investors have been well rewarded, although as always, there are significant regional variations. North America and parts of Europe have been the place to be, whilst Asia has lagged. Of note, the technology-dominated NASDAQ index has lagged the broader US market, and the UK has outperformed both China and Germany. For the record, the best-performing markets are the United Arab Emirates and Argentina, with Turkey at the bottom of the pile, closely pursued by Brazil. The spread between first and last is over 75%. That the global economy is growing at a rapid rate has been a great support. However, before closing the books on 2021, it is concerning that in recent months, there has been a significant slowdown. Exactly why is a matter of debate. Supply chain problems, higher energy prices, persistent COVID, China in general, or Evergrande in particular. Probably all of the above and more. Quite where this leaves us is for another day, but at least the corporate world continues to thrive. Never forget that good companies tend to solve problems and investors adapt. Supply chain troubles continue with no clear answers as to why this problem has hit us now or when things will settle down. Spontaneous order doesn't just happen, and when something as complicated as global trade is disrupted by an unexpected lockdown, then there are bound to be consequences. DNA provides the map for turning a collection of elements into life, but no one has yet discovered the economic equivalent. In addition, perhaps COVID has been the catalyst for a permanent change, which we are still coming to terms with. Pre-pandemic, we were prepared to move to consume, with the service sectors attracting a large percentage of our discretionary spending. Holidays, restaurants, entertainment, all involved traveling from home to somewhere else. These days, we demand that the world comes to us and we are buying more physical goods for use at home. Shortages of containers in Shanghai and delivery drivers in the UK are visible markers of this transition. A couple of weeks ago, I was commissioned by a magazine to write an article about cautious investing. This was part of a series with the ambitious title of Perfect Portfolios, which I found rather daunting. I dutifully set to work producing the conventional answers of diversification, liquidity, and an emphasis on careful selection of fixed interest stocks, including index linked, some equities, and a mix of alternatives, which in combination should limit downside risk and suppress volatility. In the current environment, being cautious isn't easy and expected returns modest. In the last decade or more, central bank policies have lowered bond yields to nearly zero and now inflation is eroding the real value of money. Safety has become risky, but unfortunately for cautious investors, 
it would be a stretch to conclude that risky investments have become safe. This year has been particularly uncomfortable for the risk averse. On the return side, government bonds have fallen whilst equities have roared ahead. Gold is down and Bitcoin up. In terms of spending power, inflation has been particularly harsh on those relying on their savings to support them in retirement. Food, electricity and fuel prices are all up by a lot more than the carefully constructed inflation indices churned out by the statisticians that have shown remarkably little change. The only good news for cautious investors is that house prices have continued to rise, but that's a return that doesn't pay the bills. This seems to be a week for big issues and as ever, all are connected. I might as well go all in and add wealth inequality between generations and climate change to the list before escaping back to the relative simplicity of managing portfolios. The young and old have different concerns and problems, so it is hardly surprising that priorities are also different. Inflation is less of an issue if you don't have assets to protect, whilst the upside is that student loans will depreciate in real terms. The same goes for higher taxes to pay for social care and funding the transition from fossil fuels to renewables. And to cap it all, the Internet of Things, and blockchain technology in particular, has the potential to destroy the incumbent market leaders that form the core of most investment portfolios, is more likely to be understood and the opportunities embraced by those with everything to gain and less to lose. Time is on the side of the young, whether there is a conventional plan to transfer wealth to the next generation or not. And finally, the headline, French rain causes flooding in England, raised a smile. Not quite as insular as fog in the channel, continent cut off, but close.